Welcome back to the Stories from the Woods podcast. Welcome back for another episode. Hope you're having a great day out there. Today's episode is one that was inspired by our time taking a cruise not too long ago with our kids. And it made me think about, and I started thinking about this, all the silverware that we got put in front of us and the proper way to use those utensils and when they're used. And it was interesting to watch the waiter and the assistant waiter cleaning up the table and taking away pieces of silverware at certain times during the meal. And I know this has kind of been the proper way for a long time, but I think it's, it's sometimes funny. And, and, and so I thought of a story of the perspective of the utensils, so the forks, the knives, the spoons. I wanted to share that with you today and I hope you enjoy. And the next time, the next time you get your dining utensils, you can think about that a little bit and how you utilize them or don't utilize them. Table manners from the perspective of a eating utensil. Quincy's restaurant was quiet right now. The upscale, high-end restaurant was preparing for its dinner guests that evening. The hosts were getting the tables in order set, and the waiters and waitresses were placing the silverware and napkins. They put the napkin on the left, and to the right of that, they put the salad fork and the dinner fork to the right of that. And then next to that is an open space where your dinner plates and soup bowls will be placed throughout the course of the meal. And to the right of that, a dinner knife, your dinner spoon, and a soup spoon. Now above the empty space, between the silverware, was a dessert spoon, and below that was a dessert fork. And then to the left of that was placed a bread plate with a bread knife laid on top of it. They did this at all of the tables throughout the restaurant. Now, this was the exact way that a formal dining table should look. An hour later, the doors were open and guests were coming in to take the reservations they had set many, many weeks in advance to get into this high-class restaurant. One of the visitors was Hannah, a young girl, along with her parents, they were seated at a table after the host had checked off their reservation. Hannah was faced with the formal table setting. She kind of flipped and touched all of the different silverware while her parents talked. The waiter came back to the table, grabbed the napkin from the left side of Hannah's table setting, and then laid it over her lap. Hannah was surprised a waiter had never done that for her before. And then she noticed it was done for her mom and for her father. I guess you're supposed to leave this on your nap and not wipe your face with it? I don't know, said Hannah. Interesting. The waiter did come around and ask for their orders. Everybody told them what they would like. And shortly thereafter, the waiter came back with a basket of rolls. And the rolls were placed down in the center of the table. And Hannah didn't take long to grab one of the rolls. She set it down in front of her in the open space on the table, and her mom quickly corrected her and said, No, you need to use the bread plate over here, dear, and that knife there is the knife that you'll use to spread your butter on. Oh, why do I got to do that, Mom? Why? And then the bread knife thought, Yes, I'm going to get used 
but I better watch out for this girl. She seems uneducated on the way to eat here. I hope she uses me properly. Hannah took the bread plate, and instead of leaving it up in the upper left corner, she put it, placed it right in front of her in that open space. She ripped the bread open, and then she grabbed a little package of butter that was in front of her. She unfolded the packaging to expose the little square of butter inside. She grabbed the bread knife and gripped it tightly. Ugh, said the bread knife. And she dipped the knife's end right into the butter, grabbed a huge chunk of butter out, and started to slather it onto the broken bread. Ugh, ugh, said the bread knife. That is way too much butter. Ugh, it's all gunked up all over me. And then again, Hannah grabbed the knife and dipped it into that pat of butter again, slathered on another big chunk on the bread, and this piece of butter was a little harder, and so she just kept pressing harder and harder down to try to spread it so it wasn't just one big square on her bread. Oh, girl, stop! Oh, you need to be gentle and smooth it out nicely. After she was done, she just, just set the bread knife down on the table and started to devour the bread. She was very hungry. This was much later than she normally ate at her home. And the bread knife was disgusted. Girl, clean this butter off of me. I do not deserve to be treated this way. The other silverware that was waiting to be used kind of chuckled, thought it was funny, but they had yet to be touched by Hannah. And the bread knife responded, You just wait. You wait till this young girl uses you. She does not have proper table manners. Just you wait. When the waiter came back, he refilled the water glasses that everyone had on the table, moved the bread plates back to their proper place, and said he would be right out with their salads. Shortly thereafter, the salad plates were brought, and Hannah was not a huge fan of leafy greens, and so the salad sat in front of her, staring at her. She picked up the dressing container that was sitting on the table, poured some of it on, after she had watched her parents do the same. There was a purple glaze color coming out of the container. She did not think that was appetizing, but she did like tomatoes. So she grabbed the dinner fork. The salad fork was not happy when it wasn't chosen. I am the proper fork to be used with a salad. Girl, you must use me. Dinner fork, talk to her. The dinner fork didn't say anything until it was stabbed into the tomato and it sprayed out tomato juice all over the dinner fork. I've never experienced this in my life. Why am I to stab a tomato? That is the salad fork's job. And then Hannah's mother corrected her. She said, Dear, you need to use your salad fork. Why do I need to use a different fork, Mom? It's just a fork. No, this one is smaller and is meant for salad. Please put down your dinner fork and use your salad fork. But before she switched, she put the tomato in her mouth with the dinner fork and pulled it out. And then finally set it on the table, picked up the salad fork and looked at it, thinking, why is this anything special? She set it down on the salad plate and didn't desire to have anything else on that plate. For the one tomato that she got was gone now. The salad fork felt disappointed. I haven't been used. This is ridiculous. Now eat the salad! Eat the salad! But only moments later, the waiter came back and asked if Hannah was done. 
She said yes, and he lifted up the plate with a salad fork on it and walked away. No, no, said the salad fork. I didn't even get to do my job tonight. Not at all. Now there was only the dinner fork left on the left side of her table setting. Shortly thereafter, a bowl of soup was placed in front of Hannah. Now Hannah looked down at the two spoons to her right and asked her mom, Mom, which one of these spoons am I supposed to use? The big wide one is what you should be using. That's the soup spoon. Oh. She picked up the big spoon and dipped it into the soup and then slurped the chicken noodle soup that was in there. (laughs) The soup spoon reacted. Oh, this is horrible. She doesn't even know how to heat soup. She's slurping it. The sound is awful to my ears. Hannah did enjoy the soup and continued to eat it, slurping it till her father said, Hannah, you need to be quiet while you eat. Please do not slurp. That is rude. The others around you do not want to hear that. Hannah tried to be a little more conscious of the way she was eating it. and So when she got her next scoop full of soup, she put the whole soup spoon in her mouth, closed it tight, and then pulled the spoon out, keeping her lips very tight, and then gulped the soup down. This is such a horrible experience. Please get it over with. Be done with the soup, please. Please. If you're not going to use me properly, then I want to be done with my job tonight. Luckily, Hannah was pretty well done, and she set the soup spoon down and did the thing you're not supposed to do in a restaurant like this. She picked up the soup bowl and tipped it into her mouth, took the rest of the soup down her mouth. Dear, dear, said her mother, put that bowl down. That is not the proper way to eat your soup here. Well, I do it at home, Mom. This isn't home, dear. You need to set that down. I told you that we probably shouldn't take her here, her mother said to her father. It'll be all right. She needs to experience these things. The waiter came back, picked up the soup bowl and the soup spoon, and went back to give it to the dishwashers. I'm so glad to be done with that, said the soup spoon. Even though the bread basket's still on the table, the waiter came back and picked up everyone's bread plates and bread knives and took them away as well. Hannah thought in her head, Well, how does he know that I don't want any more bread? I don't understand. Hannah was engaged in a conversation with her mom and dad. The waiter returned with their entrees. Hannah had a nice steak on hers with a baked potato. She did like steaks. Pretty unusual for a young girl like her. And they set down a steak knife alongside the dinner knife. She grabbed her fork and her knife and stuck them in. and started to saw away with the steak knife. No, no, I'm not a handsaw. I am a steak knife. I'm supposed to be used with smooth strokes, and the steak should cut very easily. But Hannah had her steak very well done, and not only was the steak knife upset, so was the chef. He never liked to overcook a steak. It should be medium, just tender and nice, but this one was a little overdone. The way she held that knife, she was sawing into the steak and holding it with the dinner fork. And the dinner fork said, I'm not supposed to be grabbed so tightly and twisted like this. But after a few moments, finally she broke through and cut off a piece. And she ate it. And she went to go cut another piece. And her mother said, Do you want me to help you with that? 
Sure, she said. So her mother grabbed the dinner fork and the knife and started to cut a little more gently now. Yes, this is better, but the steak is just not right. It is too tough. But at least she knows how to handle a knife. Yeah, she knows how to handle me too. She's not getting too carried away with gripping me so tough. Her mother had cut up half the steak for her daughter and then let Hannah begin to eat it. Hannah would stab the steak as if she was playing whack-a-mole, expecting the pieces of steak to go away every once in a while, hitting the plate instead of the steak. Ow! Ow! said the dinner fork. Why can't you just aim a little better and do it a little gentler? Hannah continued to eat her steak. Hannah decided to take on the baked potato. She grabbed the dinner knife and she stuck the knife right into the baked potato, pressed down into it instead of softly cutting it. Oh, I am just a glorified butter knife, said the dinner knife. All I do is cut weak things that don't need much in cutting. As the dinner knife said that, Hannah grabbed that pat of butter and dipped the big dinner knife into it, patted the butter inside the baked potato. Oh, oh, I just despise my job. When are they going to find something better for me to do? Hannah continued to eat her meal. She ate most of it, but there was a little bit left. The waiter had come back several times, filling her water glass, because she had been drinking it quite a bit to wash down the food. He asked her if she was done with her meal, and she said yes. He picked up the dinner fork, and the dinner knife, and the steak knife, and placed them all on the plate, as well as the spoon that never got used, for she didn't need a spoon for her entree. Why doesn't anybody get anything where they can use me, said the spoon. And everything was gone in front of her now, except for the little spoon and fork above where the plate had been. The waiter came back, but this time with a nice display of desserts, a rich chocolate cake, a nice peach pie. He talked about ice cream could go with any of these. and He also had a crumble cake that was available. The mother and father ordered first, and then Hannah did. I think I would like the peach pie with ice cream. Certainly, said the waiter, and he left. When the dessert had arrived and was placed in front of her, it was an obvious choice to grab the fork to eat her pie and started to dive into it. Yes, I will be the dessert utensil used this evening. I am the winner, dessert spoon. You lose again. But as Hannah was eating, the ice cream was starting to melt. Now she ate a little bit of it with her fork, but when she was done with her pie, the melted ice cream was a perfect opportunity for the dessert spoon. And she grabbed it and started to scoop up the melted ice cream. See, I am useful, little fork. You're only good for the salad things. I'm great for salad and liquid. I have a multi-purpose Oh, whatever, said the cake fork. I enjoyed my time in that warm peach pie. You can enjoy freezing with that ice cream. Hannah had no problem clearing her dessert plate. Finally, everything was picked up, and the meal was over. And her parents paid the bill, and Hannah grabbed her napkin from her lap and set it on the table, and got up and left the restaurant. Now, back in the dishwasher room, were all the utensils and plates 
And the person back there in the dishwasher was throwing him into racks and sending him through the hot dishwasher, but spraying him down first with scolding hot water. Oh, I hate this part. I can't wait to be this over, and then we'll have to sit and wait for another night to be used. And they started to go through the dishwasher. Ugh, ugh. Hot, hot, hot. Wet, wet, wet. Oh, get this over with now. And that concludes Table Manners from the Perspective of a Eating Utensil. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to check out all of our episodes on our podcast and subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And don't forget to leave us a review. And as always, continue to listen to our next episode. This podcast features the song A Dinner and a Rabbit by Mute Stare. Available under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License.